It's Bealus Daily on the new 105.5 Sports, live from the Spectrum Healthcare Partners Studios here in Auburn. Happy to have the head coach of the Bates women's basketball team, Allison Montgomery, with us here in studios. My name is Aaron Morse, filling in for Maddie B. We got Coach Dave Wing in as well. And uh, Allison, first of all, I want to ask you, I mean, about the Super Bowl, what your thoughts were. I was <laughs> yeah. I was excruciatingly bored, but yeah. <laughs> as, a, as a Patriots fan, you were probably enjoying it nonetheless, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, and I tried to, yeah, it, well, I did utter those words like, this is a little boring, but also tried <laughs> Just to stay them? true. Yeah. Just scream them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I tried to stay, you know, like not just your typical sports fan and tried to look at it through the lens of a coach and really d- did appreciate the defensive battle for sure and um, how well both teams played defensively. Um, but yeah, it was yeah an exciting finish, and obviously so so psyched for the win. Yeah, through the lens of a coach, I mean, Bill Belichick, yeah, completely outcoached Sean McVay, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Commercials? Um, Any, did you like? Which ones did you like? You know, it's funny. I put my my I put my kids to bed at halftime, so I missed um, a lot of halftime. I did see some on. Uh, on the news this morning, but I didn't, I, I, I don't have a strong opinion. <laughs> I missed a lot of them. Yeah. I, for some they reason, were, I can never pay attention to the commercials. We, we I, know said that I didn't think they were as good as, yeah, they weren't as great. There were no yeah. Clydesdales. I yeah. always look forward to that. Yeah. There were no, there was just one Doritos commercial. I don't know. Yeah. Just, <laughs> the Game of Thrones one got, got, got quite a bit of love, yeah. which was the, yeah, the NFL but, one where they're all in the banquet. It was too yes. long, but I, the, but the yes. thought was a good one. That was a good one. And yeah. I didn't like the M&M one. Yeah. That, that was yeah, to kids. Yeah. So since we last talked, the women's basketball team over at Bates. Um, well, first of all, you beat Regis last Tuesday by thirty in a mm-hmm. game that you're, you you held them to thirty one points, which yeah. is a really strong defensive effort. And then, really, again, two strong defensive efforts this weekend: a victory yeah. over Hamilton, and then a ten point loss, but to Amherst, a team that has won the last two national titles. So, yeah. I mean, right. Overall, a pretty solid week, I thought. What, what were your thoughts on how the team played over these three games? Yeah, definitely. Um, we have improved so much defensively and what a difference that makes. Um, I think, you know, particularly I've talked a little bit about our team kind of going through some, some spurts in each game of having a little bit of a scoring drought. Um, so that, you know, has allowed us to stay in games and continue to compete. Um, you know, if shots aren't falling or, um, just struggling to score, um, our defensive effort has really made a big difference there. So yeah, kicking that off with, um, our home game against Regis and really, you know, we really did have a big scoring drought and we were getting to great shots and could not hit. Um, but, you know, again, our defensive effort really allowed us to have a decisive win there. Um, and same with Hamilton. Um, I think, you know, really good defensive effort. Um, and then against Amherst, uh, yeah, just we needed to shoot the ball a little bit better. Um, but really proud of our team because we got in a little bit of a little bit of a hole, um, which can be really hard to come back against, you know, against a team that that good. But really had a string of defensive stops that were important and were able to chip away and, and really be in that game till the end. So, um, yeah, proud of our defensive effort. Yeah, Amherst is an interesting team because they yeah. really only have two players who score a lot of points. Yeah. Them. Now they, they're the two highest scoring players in the entire in conference. The league. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, that that, helps. They, have, they have a pretty locked down defense. I mean, you, got, you have to hit the shot when you have it, don't you? You do. And we just talked a lot about in preparing for that game, you gotta be, you got to have a mid-range game. Um, because they are so long and once you really penetrate the lane, um, you just don't have the same scoring opportunities that we're used to. And, you know, they, they, you know, average quite a few blocks a game. And so we practice that a lot. Um, we had to get a taste of it a little bit in the game. Um, we did get blocked and we got deep in the lane, but, um, Mel Binkhorst particularly has a really nice mid range game and she really kept us alive in that first half hitting those pull-ups. 
um, because that's sort of, I mean, if you want to call it a weakness, a vulnerability or whatever of their defense. Um, so, so yeah, they, um, they really kind of pack the paint and swarm you when you get man to man or zone. Yeah. They man only man. play, yeah. only play player to player, half court player to player is like, yeah. it's all you're going to see from them. Yep. And I always struggle with whether to call it man to man when it's yeah. a women's game. But. Yeah. 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 Man-to-man. We call it man to man. It was, yeah, that was intense, uh, showdown. Certainly. I thought, I mean, you know, Obviously, you, you want to win the game, but at the right. same time, this is a team that in past years, it's, you know, yeah. frankly, it not hasn't a game. been, not been yeah. a contest. And it, this time it was. And uh, you have such a young team. And so you must have been, pre- I mean, I saw people were not happy after the game by any means. Right. But you must be looking at the tape like, okay, we can compete with anyone. Sure. I think, yeah, we're moving. I know we talked one time on the show just about that idea of moral victories. Right. And, and, yeah. um, just that it's not it's not a consolation but you do have to sort of keep those things in mind as you're growing a program and you certainly have to focus on the positives and i do think our team has moved moved past that right like where it's just it's not acceptable to lose no matter what the scenario is and especially in our conference like you're just you're challenged every day to play some of the best teams in the country you know it's not like we get one shot every season to play a ranked team like we do it multiple times in conference games um but yeah, competing in some of these games has really given them confidence and I think really helping them to evolve to understand like it's not enough to just compete. Um, we can win these games. Um, and like you said, having a young team and sort of learning these lessons now, um, I'm really hopeful that, you know, our just our expectations will continue to be that like not only are we in every game, um, but that we have a real chance to, to win. So so a team like Amherst, what What's been their defense? Is that how they stay at the yeah. top of the heap? Is that? I think so. I mean, they're pretty well known just for being really, really disciplined, um, low scoring games, um, and really disciplined offensively. Um, just kind of use the whole shot clock and and get to really great shots. Um, so, yeah, that's been that's been a really important part is just how good they are defensively. Yeah. For for your team, I mean, you said off the air, you know, it's the hallmark of a young team where you're yeah. you're really good at home but struggle on the road. What have you been talking to them about, you know, going on the road? Because obviously, luckily now you have mostly home games here, right. but right. I mean, you are at Huston tomorrow. I right. mean, going to, on the road to Huston, I mean, you're looking for more progress, I'm sure, when you're not in the that you know the friendly confines of alumni gym. Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we tried different strategies um, with how to address that throughout the season, and then finally, when our road stretch ended. Um, two weekends ago, it was sort of like, okay, I'm just going to address it and call it what it is. Like we've been trying to push against like being this predictable young team who, you know, does the, like, you know, gets in foul trouble early or struggles on the road. And so we've been trying to push against that. And once that, that road, that road stretch finished up, I'm like, all right, it is what it is. We are a young team. Right. Um, you're struggling to focus, you're struggling to perform when, you know, just there's that little bit of added adversity. Um, so we kind of looked at it, you know, we had this, we had the stretch of six games, um, when we started our home stretch against Regis and we thought, and our sort of mantra was like, all right, we're going six and oh, like we're finishing this, the season strong. Yeah. Um, obviously that was broken with losing to Amherst. So now it's like, all right, we're going three and oh, and two of those are at home. So tomorrow is a really good test for us. Yeah. Um, you know, because this is the final stretch of the season. It's not a conference game. Um, and Hassan has some really tough kids on their team. Mm-hmm. Um, one in particular who's really difficult to guard. So, um, you know, I think especially, you know, coming off that tough loss against Amherst, I think in some ways our team is energized, like we were talking about, just with that good effort against such a quality team. 
Um, but it'll also just be really interesting to see how our team can can perform on the road um, now that we've really just addressed it and called it what it is. And um, so we'll see, you know, if we can bring that up to Bangor, particularly not only will we be on the road, but it's not really a game where I think we're going to have kind of anyone there um, cheering for bait. So <laughs> making the trip up to Bangor. So it'll be fun to see our team hopefully respond to that. Is there a certain routine that you establish on the road? Uh, I'm just thinking about taking teams in the road as a coach. Yeah. I, I tried going really early. Yeah. I tried going really late and saying, hurry up. We got to get out there. You know, yeah. keep their mind on getting right. geared up right away. I don't know. I tried all kinds of different things. When are we going to have uh, one of the things we started doing this when I came back to coaching after I retired was eating on the road. In other words, taking Subway sandwich and everybody get off the bus and yeah. and and, uh, and eat. Just something different. Right. Are there things that you can do? I mean, I know it's some of it's predictable, you know. Yeah. You, they go on these long trips. There's no short trips, by the way. You yeah, know, they're longer there trips. Yeah, I mean, even Hudson's a longer trip. Yeah, a couple hours. Than, yeah. yeah. Um, anything that you can do that makes that different? Yeah, I know. It's like we've oh, yeah. we just try to stay consistent, honestly, yeah. right? Routine. So like routine and like we try to make it as similar to what our routine would be at home, but you know, there's only so, so many things you can do there. So then it's just trying to maintain some real consistency. I mean, you watch uh, baseball teams that play so many damn games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what's his name? It's the Cubs manager now, Madden. They have dress up day when they go on the road. Everybody yeah. would dress dress up, up like their yeah. famous, their favorite superhero. Or, yeah. I don't know. I, it, fun, does that yeah. work with college kids? I don't. I'm just thinking what. I don't know. I. I know it's a good it's a good question or, it's yeah. a good question and like these are the things that drive us mad as coaches yeah. you know yeah. along with not only oh, just see these, game planning these but gray hairs and yeah. I, I, I can only imagine yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I know it's interesting and <clears throat> at the end of the day I know it's like your team's just got to be focused and ready and hopefully they're they can start internalizing just um the adversity we've faced on the road and and are just ready to be focused but i know it is a good question and like i said just things we can make ourselves crazy over trying to control oh, things and yeah try to get them in the right mindset um but ultimately yeah the kids got to do it i tell you what coach megan graff has oh, been rookie yeah. of the week a couple times in the state of maine this year already um she got off to a slow start against amherst yeah as everyone did offensively just because it's amherst but yeah. in the fourth quarter <laughs> I mean, she kind of like took over the way she played in that fourth quarter. She was shaking her defender, hitting those runners in the lane, looking like she should be, you know, you know, you know, one of the she might be one of the top players in the conference, if yeah. not this year, but in the upcoming seasons, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so awesome to see her have that mentality. I mean, I've talked about this before with her, but she is such a rare. Um, athlete and that she just knows she's just so smart on the floor like she just she is she plays like a coach like the way she thinks about the game the way um she understands you know like how to get a good shot when the defense is switching like she thinks about these things while she plays yeah. and um it makes us so much better um to see her be able to just down that stretch she's rare, I think, especially for a first year where she can have some adversity. She missed some shots in that first half and that doesn't affect her mentality. That doesn't affect her confidence. Um, and she absolutely took over that game and sort of, 
um, had the ability to focus like one possession at a time as opposed to like, oh, we're down 10 or we're down 12 and like time is winding down. It was like one possession at a time. We're going to chip away at this and we're going to make our best effort to win. So I can't tell you how exciting um, that is, just her mentality and kind of the promise for her future. I think having the mentality that you sort of expect from your seniors, you know what I mean? Right. To be able to have that kind of leadership, she looks like to be able senior. to think about yeah. the game and have that kind of composure and just determination. Um, so, yeah, it's really exciting. And then your other point guard, Julia Middlebrook, uh, yeah. <laughs> had yeah. quite the fourth quarter against Hamilton, yeah. as did Megan Graff, by the way. Yeah, but yeah. Middlebrook had that banked in three. And, I know, yeah. yeah uh, she, I, 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 I remember at the Amherst game, you talked to her like, I love all the hustle. You got to, like, control it sometimes, though. Yeah, bit, right? <laughs> yeah. She's, yeah. And, and, you know, sometimes we forget, too, like, Julia is still young. She's a sophomore, yeah, she's right? Sophomore, yeah. So it's like. Um, yeah, obviously part of what makes her so good is just her energy. Yeah. I mean, she plays so hard. She's very decisive also, you know, so certainly, you know, her energy and the, the fast place that she pays at can, can result in some mistakes. Um, but you know, she always seems to get it back, um, just with how decisive and confident she is. So yeah, I think in a game, um, like Saturday, you know, against Amherst, her pace was, it was sort of, she was she was making some mistakes that I just kind of said, like, we need you to harness that a little bit better right. against a team like this. You have to be a little more compo composed, be a little more disciplined. Um, and yeah, but she's, yeah, she, she just brings so much to our team with, with her energy and her enthusiasm and how hard she plays. And I mean, that, that Hamilton fourth quarter was pretty remarkable. Was, yeah. All the points were her and, and, and grab. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I know. Like, so was, um, like 11 of her 14 points or something. Right. In she had 11 quarter. in the fourth. Yeah. Yeah. And she, um, yeah, I mean, I was teasing her, like she banked that three in, but at the same time she was three for four on the game. So like, you know, right. overall she, she had a good shooting night. Um, yeah, but just, you know, cool to see those kids really perform down the stretch, have a real will to win and just, um, you know, not only that will, but then be able to translate it to actually performing was really great. Well, when a shot when a shot like that goes in, I feel like it's really deflating for the other team. Yeah, right. And yeah, really yeah. like encouraging for yeah the team absolutely. that makes the shot. <laughs> as Julia referred to, it, alumni magic. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> alumni gym for our team really does, as we've been talking about, like <laughs> the way they perform at home. But most teams. Yeah, have that little. Yeah, have that extra extra love and the alumni magic at home. Yeah. yeah there's just so much, it seems like confidence. Well, and I'm not through. sure it's, you know, we talked about this with uh, John Furbridge too. I'm not even sure it's the home fans. Yeah. It's, you know, I know where my spot is, you know? Yeah, is, exactly. I, it's comfortable. The, yeah. Everything around me. I, I said the first time I ever played at the Bang Auditorium, the old Bang yeah. Auditorium and took a shot. It didn't hit anything. There's no backdrop. There's right. No it's a totally stage or a wall behind yeah. it. It's just, the basket's just sitting out there and it's like, Whoa! Yeah, I couldn't figure out where it was. Different, yeah. Because I wasn't much of a shooter anyway. But, <laughs> I, but uh, yeah, that, it's yeah. all those things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it does make a big difference. Yeah, and again, particularly with I think less experienced players. But sure. Yeah, and a bigger stage. Sure. The stage is bigger than what they've played yeah. before. And... Right. Yeah. Exactly. So this week, first of all, you're at Huston as you touched on tomorrow. That's a five thirty tip. Yeah. And then you host Trinity in the in the last regular season NESCAC game of the year, mm -hmm. seven o'clock. You need some help. You need some things to bounce your way elsewhere in the conference, but the NESCAC tournament is still in play. Yeah. Um, and so it must, it must be pretty excited for this upcoming game against Trinity. What, what's the key to beating them? Because they're having a good year. Really good year. Um, yeah, I think the things that we've already talked about just in terms of, um, you know, our defensive effort, um, we have to really rely on that. I think they have some, they have some really um, 
explosive athletic kids um, that can be tough matchups one-on-one. So I think, you know, continuing to have that good team defense, um, we've had some success really doubling in the post um, and forcing teams to sort of respond to that because we don't have great size in the post. Um, and that's been effective for us, honestly, the last stretch. Um, so, but being able, it's not just kind of bringing that double, it's rotating out, it's getting to rebounding position. So being able to have that focus on our team defense um, will be really important. And, you know, just, it's, it sounds so simple, but just when you're hitting shots, <laughs> um, yeah. it, it makes, it makes a really big difference. Yeah. So, you know, being able to limit our scoring droughts and, and um, just being able to hit shots, I think will be really important, but I, no doubt our team's mentality is going to be there. Um, you know, just like we've been talking about, they're so, they're so good at home and this game is really important, obviously a conference game, but also just this last stretch and sort of this last, you know, needing to, to close out strongly and in, in order to have a chance at the tournament. So, um, yeah, I think I, I'm really excited. I think our team will show up. You know, it's interesting. You mentioned um, not a ton of height, but it seems yeah. like despite the lack of height, maybe in the post, the rebounding's been there, and you've been sh- blocking shots too. Taylor McVeigh and Ariana Dahlia. Yeah. You know, they may not be six footers, but yeah. they're getting the job done, aren't they? Yeah. Taylor has really nice, nice length, and she's so smart. Like she's just a smart, composed defender. Um, and we've relied on her to play almost 40 minutes a game and knock on wood, if there is any here, you know, she, she's able to do that. I think without, um, you know, picking up too many fouls just because she's smart about the way she moves. Um, Ariana also, her athleticism really helps her. Um, she hasn't been quite as successful playing a 40 minute game without fouling, but you know, um, really aggressive and can get up and get rebounds. And then we actually have some guards who can really rebound like Mel Binghorst yes. has given us so much, um, with her rebounding. So, um, yeah, that we, we have sort of closed that gap, I think, despite not having great size. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. I mean, and you mentioned some of the fouls, you know, for Ariana, what is that in nature of just her being very aggressive, just being young? Yeah. Both. I both. Think. Yeah. So I've, t- I, you know, she picks up fouls, like some unfortunate fouls, like particularly just the, the way the women's game is officiated, which drives me crazy. <laughs> but, um, she's really strong and she has a presence on the court. Like yeah. she's physically strong. Um, she just finds herself in a lot of plays and she has a nose for the ball. So she's around the ball all the time, like in rebounding action, she's aggressive. She's an aggressive defender. So I think she's always going to pick up like a foul or two just because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but then on top of it, yeah, she's young and she can make some bad decisions about, she's still adjusting to the college game in terms of like, you know, anytime you put your hands on someone when they're a ball handler, it's an automatic foul. Um, anytime you're around the rim and even if you don't foul, if you swing your arm down, they're going to blow the whistle. So those are things we've been coaching on all season. And I think she's making gradual improvements, but, um, you know, it's a combination of being young and just being a really aggressive player. Yeah. So now, you know, what's the next step for the team in terms of there's only three games left in the regular season, hoping yeah. for that tournament game. Right. You're, if you know, if you have to start looking for the future, it's it, you're only graduating one senior this year. Yeah. Erica Lemire, who's, who's been really good. I mean, her contributions, I think maybe more than you might even expect yeah. coming in. Yeah, absolutely. But what's kind of like the next step for these youngsters for the upcoming season, perhaps <laughs> in a year from now. Yeah. To get better. Right. I mean, I think in all aspects. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like our freshmen have made a really nice impact and, and I just think, you know, wanting them to have the mentality and, and for me to, to coach them on, like, that's great. Um, but, you know, this was also sort of your debut season. Um, everyone's going to be prepared for you moving forward. Um, so you have to expect that it's just going to get tougher. Um, and so they have to be really motivated to get better, um, to not only improve the, on the things I think that 
have consistently challenged them this year, you know, whether it's just like a certain skill that they have to get better at or um, what it might be getting stronger, all those things. But I think just being really focused on, um, on getting better and working on the off season, because it's something at the division three level and particularly the NESCAC um, coaches don't have a lot of control over that. Right. Like, you know, working in the off season. So sure. they have to be really determined to do that. I remember like Trinity a few years ago, you beat Trinity a couple of yeah, years yeah, back. Yeah. A couple of senior and, day. And yeah, they yeah. weren't, they weren't very good. I yeah. Thought, and yeah. now they are. So yeah. like, clearly there's, there's steps to be made every yeah, time. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And it just, yeah, there's, yeah. Every team in this conference is good and, and working to get better and, you know, we like we keep talking about our great young team, but I mean, every team in our conference has some, you know, really good players in each class. So, you know, we're, we're we've closed that gap, but it's, it would be silly to think that everyone else is not <laughs> doing the same thing and just getting better. So. Yep, we got to be focused on on that off season. Are you going to have a senior day for Erica? Just like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Friday night. Friday against, will be senior against day. Trinity. Okay. Yeah, it's a little because Trinity is you know we don't have a Saturday game, so it's a little bit um, of a non traditional senior day, but it'll be a Friday night, so we're hoping we can. Yeah, get some good good student crowd out there. And that'll be Friday night, 7 o'clock at Alumni Gym, yep. Bates versus Trinity. And they have one more home game after that on Monday, a game that got rescheduled yeah. against Southern double Maine header. at 5.30. Yeah. I'll be part of a doubleheader with the, the men's yeah. team as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. All right, well, Allison Montgomery, thank you so much for joining us here on the B-List, and we'll, we'll see you next week, and hopefully we'll be talking about the tiebreakers following the Bobcats. Yes, player, right? I hope so. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron.